0: Welcome to Conspiracy, the show with your hosts Adam Todd Brown and Connor McSpadden.
1: Hey, everybody! Welcome to Conspiracy, the show. I am Adam Todd Brown. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm also here. I'm hanging out. <laughs> Connor McSpadden on the ones and twos. Connor McSpadden's here too. Drinking the water.
2: Yeah, I was, you know, I was reclined. I was, I was having a sip, and I was like, oh, Adam will probably cue me up, and I'll try to <laughs> slide in some kind of quip. But then I, I, as the, the silence grew deafening, I was like, perhaps this is where me, an alleged professional broadcaster, should introduce himself for the listeners at home.
1: But we got through
2: it. We did, yeah, and you know, this is the kind of genuine, uh, you know, uh, real interpersonal interaction that uh, that you uh, that you want when you listen to your yeah conspiracy show podcast. You you don't want to hear facts or yeah. you know, this insights. is why people
1: tune in. It's because of the chemistry. Yeah, speaking of that, what have you been up to since we recorded last?
2: Uh, you know, just uh did Photoshop and weird stuff, and just sure. uh, eating a lot of peanut butter and stuff you know just peanut butter's great just you th- starving finding live streams of rachel maddow on a youtube before they get pulled by the fcc you know the good stuff
1: is that happening why is she getting her live streams pulled
2: oh no because it's i just i just google msnbc live stream and uh they like they'll it'll be up for like 20 minutes and then you got to try to hop on another one because i mean you're basically stealing msnbc
1: oh i get it
2: Yeah, yeah yeah i get it what you feel to take into account is that I live a very sedentary, uh, uh, low-key lifestyle. I, I didn't exactly have... Well, let me tell you a little something about cocaine. Uh, yeah, it's just... Uh, I don't know. I, uh, I just started a
1: new audio book, Adam. Exciting. Yeah. That's very exciting. How are you, man? I've been good. Just working a lot. Have a show tonight. Not tonight, if you're listening to this, but tonight. You, you know, recording. You
2: should keep your eyes peeled for the, uh, the Unpops live show in Glendale. Yeah. right. That's going to be featuring some of your favorite co hosts and guests. Connor will be on it mm, September 20th. Listen I to think? me, a good company man. One yeah. time scourge of the Unpops podcast network. <laughs> now, devoted, devoted uh,
1: Schiller. Delivering the plugs Indeed. right up top. What are we talking about today? We are talking about Princess Diana. It must be uh, we're we're nearing the anniversary. What would it be? She died in ninety seven, so be twenty, it would be thirty, or yeah, twenty, 20. Yeah, yeah, twenty, twenty, uh, yeah. We're nearing the twentieth anniversary of her death. So there's all of these documentaries and things coming back around. You know,
2: as a four year old, I was a big fan of Princess Diana in my formative years. So this really hit, no, I died.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, was... I, I had
2: really no opinions about this until I started looking into it for the show. But it's actually there's a lot of a lot of really weird shit. Yeah, it's
1: it's super weird. This happened when I was uh just about to turn twenty one because I'm way older than you. And part of that part of the dynamic that people yeah. love that keeps <laughs> them coming back, man. And I just didn't give a shit. Like I remember hearing about it, obviously. Yeah. But it's like it's the British royal family. What the fuck do I care? I get really... I,
2: I find it really odd when American people are, are all into that. Like, as most English people, I think, are just... I think they're annoyed that they have to give a shit about it. Right, Is right. the impression I've gotten from most of the England, English people I've talked to. It's
1: like, what kind of fucking country has a king still?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, your lizards have crowns. Whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so... This, this uh, even though neither of us give a shit, yeah. clearly, <laughs> what, that's a good way to open this podcast. I think that
2: makes us the most impartial commentators. Yeah, you know, that's I have, true. I have no opinions about any
1: of them. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good way to open this show. Let's For, talk about something we don't give a shit about.
2: Pretty much all I know about the royal family is that I heard that the queen goes around turning off lights to save electricity. So that, that was about my that's knowledge insane. beforehand. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So yeah, let's uh let's get into it. Uh like I said, 20th anniversary she died August 31st 1997. To give some background first, Princess Diana and Prince Charles met in July 1980 at a house party. She was 19. He had actually met her before when she was about 15 when he was dating her sister. You see, that's weird. You don't dude, not not a lot of relationships. I mean, once
2: you fuck one family member, you've pretty much like Shut yourself off to the rest of them. You
0: yeah.
1: Know, you kind yeah, of That's
2: a weird lateral move. You got to exercise discretion when you're picking a member of a family to fuck because it's probably, <laughs> it should be the last one. I think most people can agree.
1: Yeah. There should, you should, you should be allowed to fuck one family member per family.
2: Yeah. I don't think, I think once you, you know, like the mother daughter porn stuff, that always creeped me out. I'm like, that, no, that's a weird, yeah. you're making a weird Mobius strip out of the space time vagina continuum.
1: <laughs> yeah. I've never. I've never gotten dudes who are into the idea of like a mother and daughter. Yeah, very. Yeah, like even twins would weird me out a little. It's like your siblings. Like, am fucking I fucking get jo- out of bed with each other? Am I it's Joseph weird. Mengele? What am I doing this for? <laughs> yeah.
2: So this is already raising a red flag. I don't. I, I'm. I, I. don't really like this Prince uh, Prince William character.
1: Right, and the the relationship or Prince Charles rather the relationship with her sister, whose name was Sarah fell apart after Sarah gave an interview saying that Charles made his girlfriends call him sir. <laughs> so after that, after Princess Diana's so... sister dates a dude who makes her call him sir, she's still like, let's do this. You can't do that unless you're
2: like, prince, maybe. I think he <laughs> could have maybe gotten away with that. Uh, Prescott Bush, uh, the patriarch of the, uh, the Bush crime dynasty, uh, <laughs> made his grandchildren call him senator. Which I thought was so the, fucking creepy. That's, that's great, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's fuck those Bush kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeb George, go give go give Senator a hug. <laughs> and then uh, just we love like, you, Senator Bush. Thank him for your Nazi gold presents. <laughs> We gotta do an episode on that—the the, the Bush family laundering Nazi gold money. That's something I've only heard in, heard in passing, but I'm like, oh, there's no way that's not true.
1: Yeah, we should just do a whole Bush family episode.
2: There's so much. There's a lot to dig in. Certain conspiracy theories, you hear him and you're like, oh yeah, there's. I mean, I don't. You don't need to investigate, of course. A guy yeah, named yeah. Prescott was sympathetic to Nazis.
1: Of course he was. Yeah. yeah.
2: So sir, that's that's a huge. Uh, pussy foul, party foul. I don't know if there's, a, <laughs> I don't know if there's a technical term for that, but I'm, uh, that's just that gives you the willies.
1: Yeah, yeah, and especially when you take into account that he was 31 at the time.
2: Yeah, and the kind of guy that would do that would also stage a, a car accident. Like the, that's a Van oh, yeah. that overlap for sure. One
1: hundred percent. Uh, so he was 31. He was under pressure from the public and the crown <laughs> to uh, settle down and get married. What does pressure from the crown mean?
2: You know, is it, it, she doesn't really give like policies. It's not like the president's bully pulpit where he can go out and bully the Congress and like, oh yeah, the American people overwhelmingly want blah 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 reform. Like, is she, what, what, pressure from the crown. Did an old lady look at you crossly? Like, exactly. Yeah. Is
1: that what the pressure is? That intimidating you? Yeah, I mean the uh, the other way to translate that sentence is basically pressure from mom. <laughs> Like His mom was pressuring him to get married. and Did he write
2: the show notes to make it more flattering?
1: <laughs> uh, so, in the eyes of the Queen, Diana was the perfect match. She was from one of the oldest and wealthiest aristocratic families in England. Her father was a good friend of the Queen, and most of all, she was young, sweet, and a virgin. Nice. I don't know why I let off an air horn for that. That... Was probably a bummer for him for at least the first couple months.
2: Yeah, it's pretty rough. I don't know if you've ever actually taken a, a gal's virginity. It's a it's a, it's, a, it's a no joke.
1: Yeah, I mean once, but I was a virgin too, so it didn't. Oh, I've gone in mutually is... assured destruction. There. I got
2: called in like the experts on Pawn stars, and I had to go go handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I came by with my like my weird toy jumpsuit, and I was like appraising it, and I was like, "Yeah, it looks like a mint condition pussy here." Like, let me. I mean, stick myself in here, uh, <laughs> Now, what the fuck was I going to get at? Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's kind of weird that you, you know, as the story develops, you the, the queen is alleged to have turned on her, but she basically was like, "If you don't marry this lady, I'm going to kick you off the family cell phone plan, and you know, yeah, stop paying your car insurance like
1: yeah, it's yeah, it's it's such a weird thing that I mean, I guess politicians here would be under that same pressure, like we've never had an unmarried president uh no i don't think we have we've
2: had we've had a couple childless presidents and we have now two divorced presidents Reagan right and trump but uh yeah i don't think there was ever like a bachelor yeah so uh, this is uh, another thing is that uh, uh this is kind of like a reverse sarah palin situation where you know it's like oh this is a bold it's a good choice you know where it's she ended up actually being a really classy he you know dignified yeah. person but you know is she she but didn't wasn't doing what they wanted her to. You right. Know? Right. I, I think that she didn't, the queen or however, didn't really vet Diana enough, you know, to really, they wanted basically yeah. just like a smiling stooge.
1: Yeah. They didn't, they, they were getting kind of a loose cannon in yeah. terms, and not even that. She just wasn't easy to control. Yeah. She I just suppose. wasn't like a
2: hoity toity, uh, you know.
1: Yeah. Piece and of shit. Uh, starting as soon as their engagement, Prince Charles and Diana's relationship was strained. He never stopped seeing his old flame, Camilla Parker Bowles, which that's shitty, obviously.
2: Yeah. I don't understand how people think they can get away with cheating, you know? Yeah. Like, especially in that position. Like, I I could never, I don't see how I would get away with cheating, and I'm a fucking nobody, you know? Like, I'm not, like, one of the most recognizable people in the entire country. Yeah. Yet. Yet yet once we get these uh YouTube live streams going up, <laughs> we're gonna be the Joe Rogan experience of awkward exactly. small talk and <laughs> shit that kind of matters from twenty years ago, but uh yeah, I don't like what do you think is gonna happen, man?
1: Yeah, especially not just cheating, but carrying on a whole separate affair or relationship like this guy did for decades. This guy's got to
2: have bodyguards. And, like, you really think that you're going to have 20 bodyguards and, you know, not one of them's going to break their, I'm not going to, you know, cock block the royal family oath that they take when they swear in. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what what it's called. I'm not sure.
1: They should take that oath.
2: Take off your big,
1: uh, tall Marge Simpson hair hat. (laughs) (laughs) Repeat after me. So uh, almost as soon as the the wedding happens, Princess Diana gets really, really famous and starts to sort of overshadow the royal family. They weren't especially fond of the way she treated common folk and servants. And uh, by that, I don't mean she was mean to them. She was too nice. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't dig that. They were, uh, in their opinion, royals were supposed to be distant and set apart. And she was kind to everyone, despite their station in life, especially her staff calling them by their first name, remembering birthdays, anniversaries, and giving gifts. Connor, that's gross. Yeah.
2: Those are poor people. Those aren't English values. No, absolutely not. You eat toffee without brushing your teeth before bed, (laughs) and then you wake up and scowl. All right? That's, That's what Churchill saved this godforsaken island for. That's so odd because I feel like that's just better PR. I feel like we, I feel yeah. like all our politicians just stage them trying to be, you know, not that they're politicians anymore, but I mean, that, like they, 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 photo ops are a huge They're like, oh, let's get him d- scooping one shovel of dirt at the woman's shelter and all the, you know, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But this is like she, just by being, showing a basic level of human decency, they're like, yeah, it's kind of off brand for us.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, and it, it just kind of speaks to, One of the reasons I don't understand the fascination with the royal family, like especially when you hear people in England talk about it, a lot of them are like, man, we just don't fucking care either. Yeah. Like it's almost like a tourist thing. Yeah. Caring about the royal family. And I'm pretty sure with all the fucking
2: security and whatever the electricity bill is in a fucking castle, that that is not like a a net positive for the English economy, you know? (laughs) Right. it's basically like having a fish tank full of exotic, like, iguanas. And you're like, ah, it's a conversation <laughs> starter, but I am spending most of my, uh, you know, money that should go to child support on this the iguana food. <laughs> my ex-wife's going to take my iguanas. So Somehow that has to do with monarchy, but you got
1: it. Well, lizard people still. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she insisted on doing everything different, uh, starting with the birth of her first son she wanted to have the baby in a regular hospital, not in the palace. Which, why are you having babies in the fucking palace?
2: Yeah, I'm, me too. <laughs> I would way rather have a baby and go.
1: A hospital. Go to a hospital. She also sent the boys. To... Like,
2: what if, like, you know, the, you got all the the people you'd expect. You got the midwife and the bl- all the different, you know, vagina technicians and stuff. <laughs> but then, like, what if like, all of a sudden your your a lung collapses because of something? Yeah. And then, yeah, well, we don't have, we don't have a lung guy. Let me <laughs> let's go. Let's go. I guess f- we'll go to the hospital. Let's go now. ferry him across the moat. Like, no, you. <laughs> the Hospitals one stop shop for
1: you know f- everything body shit. That's just stupid. Uh, She also sent the boys to school instead of them being taught at the Royal Palace with tutors, which and this thing I've heard people bring this up. She was also insistent on performing charity work and was the first major celebrity to shake someone's hand who had AIDS. That How fucking rules. crazy is that? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, she's the Jackie Robinson of AIDS. Yeah, she's like... Well, the, I mean, aside from whoever the first black person to get AIDS was. But. Uh,
2: I, I, well, they don't have black people in Canada. Magic so Johnson. Probably wasn't Maybe. that flight attendant. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess probably Mag, Magic Johnson probably would be like the name brand black HIV yeah. guy. There's that dude that gave all the porn stars. uh, He passed it around. I was just watching a documentary about him, John Holmes. Not John Holmes. Oh no, he was definitely a a black. Definitely
1: not the Jackie Robinson. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Well, he had he had a bet though. I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean uh, that's uh, that's super cool.
1: Yeah, she. Back then, people were unsure of how you got AIDS, and many thought just holding someone's hand could transmit it. it shows how
2: little straight people know about what gay people do. I mean, where, right. do you guys just gay hold hands? Don't hold hands. And listen to Celine, or whatever, <laughs> you know. Uh, what? You're doing what? I put my hand to the what-what, <laughs> and I pull out the what-what. You remember when everyone's aunt was telling you about that commercial for like six months? Oh, yeah. That
1: Thanksgiving turkey commercial? Uh, The queen asked her not to touch anyone while visiting, and Diana went against those wishes, shaking hands. And even hugging a man. Wow, the queen warned her not to take that convertible into Dallas and then <laughs> she was forced to kill him. So in June nineteen ninety two, this is where things really start to get tense. Her biography comes out. And it's not written by her, obviously, it's a biography, but they never really it finally comes out after she dies that she was the source for all of this information. And there's oh, act- she
2: was she was leaking.
1: Yeah, yeah. there's actually a documentary coming out near the end of this month that features the actual videos, like she said a lot of these things on video, mm-hmm. that made it into this book, and now they're going to release some of these videos in a documentary. But uh, It's sh- going to be the, uh, uh,
2: you know, About a Son of uh... a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, what was that new one that came out? The
1: one with the animation and shit? The Kurt Cobain the one? The Kurt Cobain one? That was uh, About a Son. It was About a Son, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This uh She had worked with a friend who recorded her conversations and then would deliver them on her behalf to writer Andre Morton. And this book exposed Prince Charles' affair. There were tapes that released by the Sun that proved he was having an affair and showed her di- – or proved she was having an affair also and showed her disdain for the royal family. Like, I wonder why Diana even married him. You know,
2: did she just kind yeah. of – Was it maybe that she just wanted kind of the influence and the stature and, you know, like – it seems like like that would be, I mean, the obvious yeah. motivation. But I mean, it's kind of a wash on that front because like he did it because his mom was bitching, and then she did it because like, yeah, why not? Who doesn't want to be a fucking princess? You yeah, know? exactly. I'd, I'd be in a loveless relationship to be a prince. Are you, <laughs> are you kidding me? I would like of, of some obscure like the Lithuanian uh, prince Connor McSpan. You know, I, I could just completely ruin Lithuania's reputation, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that, that would that be would hilarious. Be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh shortly after tapes were released of Prince Charles and Camilla basically having phone sex. Very British phone sex. <laughs> the most well-known quote was him wishing he could be a tampon inside her. Alright, I think we should do a dramatization. Yeah, for the who listeners. wants who wants to do I'll be Charles?
2: I do a pretty wicked British accent.
1: Okay, cool. <clears throat> oh god. I'll just live inside your
2: trousers or something. That would be much easier. <laughs>
1: What are you going to turn into? A pair of knickers? (laughs) Oh, you're going to come back as a pair of knickers. Well, God forbid, a tampack's just my luck. (laughs) You are a complete idiot! (laughs) Oh, what a wonderful idea.
2: All right, uh, we're going to be right back after me and Adam take a shower separately. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that is not a wonderful idea. She's wrong on that last count. As a guy who's straight up like, Butchered a lot of sex thing and you know trying to be arousing in any capacity. This is a pretty grade A fuck up.
1: Yeah, yeah. You you don't want this. This is probably the <laughs> most scandalous thing. Yeah, you don't to come out of the royal family. Like
2: I would have committed honor suicide if the, the, the <laughs> tapes like these leaked. And I I'm a professional asshole. I'm not a I'm not a guy with a title and a carriage. You know? <laughs> don't ever don't ever anthropomorphized tampons in a sexual conversation. It's so horrifying. Kind. Oh, yeah.
1: It's the worst thing.
2: Or just my luck. I'll have to stop you from bleeding out your uterine lining. <laughs> oh, wow, what a. Well, let me let me make How this. How you, romantic. And you know he's only got like 20 minutes a day where he can sneak off and call his mistress. This is what he spent <laughs> that time on. He waited. And he it. he
1: said tampax, like not even a tampon. I think that's a pad. So he's just like laying under it like. <laughs> Getting the blood drizzled on him or something. Sounds like he's trying to sneak in, you know, and you've got like a, you know, like, oh yeah, I hear hear some guys are really into that pegging thing. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So in December 1992, it was announced that Charles and Diana would separate but not divorce. Which? What is? What? You, yeah. What's like, the point?
2: That's like when a, you know the primaries are happening and a, a presidential candidate's like I'm suspending my campaign. Like you're you quitting. You know, like you're not gonna be like oh, all of a sudden uh, Jeb, Jeb Bush said the n word. I'm back in this. You know, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in
1: 1995, she released a secret interview from Kensington Palace about her life. She talked about her eating disorder and other issues, and also questioned whether Charles would ever be able to adapt to the role as king. This shocked and appalled the royal family. Also, there's a. I put a note in here. There's a rumor going around right now that Prince William has been. has taken Prince Charles' place in the line of succession to Mm -hmm. be king. This is Diana's daughter. Oh, really? Yeah, not true. Which one of them
2: dressed up like a Nazi? Uh, I think it was William. Yeah, it seems like some shit he'd do. Yeah, yeah. It's. Seems reasonable. Yeah I, yeah, I think I read something about that, too. Where, and again, it's I do not give any kind of a shit about this, so I skimmed the headline and probably didn't even finish reading that. But yeah. I mean, because the queen is like, I think she's officially the longest serving, because they, they, that other Victoria or some shit was like 50 years.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. This queen has been in, uh, yeah, a long fucking time. I don't know how long. Yeah. She's old as shit.
2: Yeah, she's in like the 80s.
1: Yeah, I I saw an article while I was researching this that said, What happens when the Queen dies? And I just, I give so little of a shit that I didn't even click it to find (laughs) out. Like, I don't know what happens.
2: Uh, I don't know. I probably have to hear about (laughs) it on the news for three minutes. Like,
1: Camilla Bowles becomes Queen. Yeah. Uh, So in 1996, the Queen writes to Diana and Charles and asks them to divorce, which they do. Couldn't she have just talk to him? Like yeah. why'd she have to write him?
2: Why do you need that in writing? Just
1: call him in, like hang out. She
2: sounds like a weird cold bitch.
1: Yeah, you yeah. Know? She is that I think that's kind of her shtick. Yeah. She's just very, very, Which very is cold. Like
2: fine if you're like judging people's pastries on the Great British bake-off. Like not so Great much. Show. Oh, yeah, I've watched a little bit of it. I've, I've not dived all the way in, but it's a, a really good, good fucking time. Yeah. But yeah, it, if you're like a figurehead for an entire country, like maybe like have a little more personal warmth when you're asking <laughs> your children to get out of the relationship you fucking pushed them into in the beginning.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and we'll play a video in a little bit from when after Princess Diana dies. Oh, I watched some of this. It's fucking the, creepy. And the queen giving her statement. Which she was like forced into, but
2: I'm very sorry (laughs) about this lady.
1: (laughs) So, after the divorce, uh, you know, she, Princess Diana, gets into all these causes. And one of them is the production of landmines, which this kind of ties into the conspiracy at one point, because the UK was the leading producer of landmines at the time. Which fucking for what? Like,
2: where were those even going? Are you sure they weren't just like repurposing some of their food?
1: Am I right? <laughs> I? Am I right? Ah! I hit two buttons at the same time.
2: Yeah, you did a you did a little uh, remix there. <laughs> was Howard Dean and some kind of like screaming audience. Some
1: yeah, some sort of. Well, no, the screaming audience.
2: <laughs> oh, it's in the Howard Dean scream.
1: It's just at the end of the Howard Dean thing. Okay, I think yeah, I hit got- like theme music.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's from the regular podcast. Adam has eight sound effects buttons, and it's weird what it's competitive for real estate. So it's weird (laughs) weird what he's prioritized. Howard Dean number one. (laughs) That's he's up there. Howard Dean's way up at the top. He's the first one, top left corner, (laughs) at the ready.
1: So yeah, they uh, this landmines thing that kind of is suggested as one of the things that might have gotten her killed because it's rumored that she was putting together a list of oh yeah like UK politicians who were making money off the sale of landmines.
2: Well, like, you fuck with, like, tradition and the military-industrial complex, you know, and you've got that big of a platform, like, that seems like a pretty good way to get yourself killed.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's talk about her death. On August 31st, 1997, her chauffeured car crashed in Paris. Her boyfriend, Dodi al Fayad and her driver-slash-head-of-security, Henri Paul died in the accident as
2: well. And it's funny to me if uh, if the driver was in on it like couldn't they've gotten him the Kurt Russell car from death proof? <laughs> that right? would have been funny. I mean, is it wouldn't they? I feel like that's possible, although maybe I mean, you know, that would have just been another witness. So maybe they told him they installed that and yeah. they took it out last minute.
1: Yeah, the uh so the night of the accident, Doty and Diana were staying at the Ritz Hotel in Paris and had been stalked all day and evening by the paparazzi, the paps. They were attempting to leave the hotel to go to Doty's home. What a stupid name. Lodi Doty. <laughs> I saw Slick Rick in concert last week. Oh, so no great. shit. Yeah, I it, think I saw that. How was it? It was fantastic. Slick Rick and KRS-One. It was so good.
2: Oh, I mean, those those are two guys that could probably actually rap live. Like, they have good breath control. And yeah, shit. yeah. You see a lot of people, and like, it's like, clearly, like, when they're doing the studio recording, it's just all, like, separate cuts for each, right. you know, four bars.
1: Yeah, yeah, they were both great. Uh... So uh, Henri Paul had worked for Fayed, for the Fayeds for 10 years and was recently promoted to head of security. Uh, they Basically, their plan, they'd been getting stalked by the paparazzi all day. So their plan to get from this hotel to her boyfriend's house is to sneak out a back door and have Henri Paul drive them. The paparazzi catches on, though, and they're able to follow him. And Henri Paul is super stressed out by how many people are following him. And he tries to lose the paparazzi by going through the Pont de Lama tunnel. That's exactly how you pronounce it. Yeah. Uh, He was speeding at the time and crashed into the 13th pillar of the tunnel.
2: In his defense, he thought that was how you get to Hogwarts. (laughs) Uh, That's rude. That's a rude joke. Uh yeah, I mean I, I know a lot of people blame the paparazzi for this.
1: Yeah. Well, after the crash, seven photographers were arrested because yeah. in Britain it's illegal to see an accident and not at least try to help a little bit.
2: They they basically like reenacted the uh the, the finale of Seinfeld.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but it was probably much funnier. <laughs> exactly. Hey hey. Yeah, they just uh these seven photographers just stood around taking pictures. Uh, which you can find online if you want to see Princess Diana bloody and dead in a car.
2: Yeah, I was watching some YouTube videos to bone up, and I was like, I don't want to see.
1: That. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's bad times.
2: It's like when people like you know like look at the Black Dahlia. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't even want to read the description of it.
1: Yeah, uh, one of the hosts, Chet Wild, one of the other hosts on the network lives right in front of where the Black Dahlia murders. Oh happen. no, she You can check in if you're in. Where we did the backyard comedy show, you could actually check into the Black Dahlia crime scene. <laughs> I can hit the poker stop without even having to <laughs> jump the fence. Uh, so, after, uh, a- according to eyewitness accounts of this crash, there was a white Fiat that clipped the car, and a photographer on a motorcycle that took a flash picture around the same time. And both of these things, according to some witnesses, may have distracted Henri Paul. That alone sounds kinda shady to me because There's, that's a whole final
2: destination <laughs> type.
1: Right. Or it's it's exactly how you would orchestrate a murder on yeah. on the road is you just kinda bump the car and distract the driver.
2: Oh, like you know, like people do that in NASCAR, the bump and run maneuver, Right, you right. know, and it's like it's like that is like so dangerous. Yeah. But uh I mean, well, first of all, never trust anyone in a fiat. Never Yeah, for I don't think sure. you can be classified as of sound mind with good intentions if you own and drive a fiat.
1: Yeah, I knew a rich kid in high school who let two fifteen year old girls drive his fiat and they died. They got in an accident and died and he lived and no repercussions because he was rich. Wow. He was was he, a, he was driving or he let them drive? He let them drive. Ooh, and he fuck. survived. Was he like the drunk crash. or something? No, he was just, just letting... lazy.
2: He was like, I, he just, to...
1: I think he just wanted to fuck these two girls because he was like 17. We were all in high school. Oh, OK. And uh, he let him drive his Fiat. Jesus
2: and, Christ. That's and one of those died. cars that you like see like win a free Fiat in the mall, you know? And then it, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I'm not even filling out you're the You're like, form. they're still making those things? Well, I could sell it, but who would buy it? You know, it's it's basically a scooter with like car stickers around it's gonna it. It's going to
1: cost me money to ship it back to whatever godforsaken country they drive those yeah, I, in.
2: I got to move the steering wheel from the right to left <laughs> side. It's bullshit. Too no, much yeah, hassle. It, well, I mean, uh not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but there's people theorizing that the motorcycle guy that was part of like an MI six program, which was to, you know, uh develop right. a laser that would blind drivers. Right. Which I thought was just how you like cheated at the Super Bowl or whatever, but I mean Yeah, seems like yeah, more and, applications.
1: Yeah, one of the other that uh yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, I think right now. One of the one of the other things that uh an autopsy showed that Henri Paul was three times the legal limit uh he was drunk he had three times the legal limit of alcohol in his system uh french police and he was still
2: not drunk enough to have sex with a british woman
1: (laughs) exactly uh french police and subsequent panels looking into the accident determined grossly negligent driving on Henri paul's part and the paparazzi in pursuit of their car was the cause of death also, if they'd been wearing seatbelts, they may have survived. Which, what the fuck? Wear a seatbelt. Yeah. You're fleeing the paparazzi in a speeding vehicle. Yeah, I mean, I don't like... Strap in. I know you're the people's princess, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make you more rootsy. Yeah, they ain't gonna it have... It makes you dumb. They
2: don't go to have a, a princess no more, sweetheart.
1: <laughs> well, also...
2: Like, if it gets to the point where it's like you're driving... Just let them take a picture of you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Just smile and wave. Yeah. Like, it's not that big of a deal. I finally... I've
2: been living in L.A. for over a year, and I don't think I've ever seen a famous person outside of comedians, you know, at comedy clubs or whatever. But I I saw Nicki Minaj on uh, oh wow on I think uh, like Wilshire or something and uh, she's coming out of a club and everyone's taking pictures and I was pulling up around the side and I I tried to get a photo of her and I was like oh maybe I'll, I'll tweet this at TMZ or what you know and then <laughs> I, it was like so blurry and you could just see like a vague like butt of a cheetah blob ass come you on know? three
1: dollars TMZ three dollars yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like oh man I just, I thought this
2: was gonna be right this month but I was so I was like well first of all it's a celebrity I don't really give a fuck about I mean yeah. Outside of the whole Meek Mill cuckoldry uh, course, which is just fun for the whole family.
1: Way fun. Yeah.
2: Moving on. (laughs) Speaking of princesses, Nikki is looking great.
1: So uh, Prince Charles, this part I thought was really weird. Prince Charles wanted to personally bring her body home, and the queen was vehemently against it and said he could not use the royal plane to go get her body. They fought, and she eventually conceded with the stipulation that the funeral be private.
2: Soulfly Spirit Airlines, am I right? Am I right, gang? Well, the fuck, that's such a dick move. Like I yeah. Like I know. Like parents can get like, uh, just like you know, you see someone you know break your son's heart or whatever, you're furious and you hate this person. But like, you, you gotta. And yeah. Also, just for the sake of a public appearances, like, don't be the bitch that's like, well, she's not technically a princess anymore. <laughs> yeah, and that was kind of
1: her and, like reaction she got a higher Q first. score than you, bitch. <laughs> She didn't even make a, a public statement for five days Yeah, after, and uh, she finally, finally did. Let's listen to a little bit of it. It is a really tender moment.
2: After this, we got to play Paul McCartney reacting to John Lennon's death.
0: <laughs> Since last Sunday's dreadful news, that? we have uh, okay. seen throughout Britain and around the world an overwhelming expression of sadness at Diana's death.
2: This was Robin Williams's greatest role. <laughs> we
0: have all been trying, in our different ways, to cope. It is not easy to express the sense of yeah. Loss. This looks like it's from a movie. Since the initial shock. Yeah,
2: this looks like sick. one of those automated our talking, like digital personal assistants Disbelief you can buy for your website. <laughs> where
0: you, anger the most
1: natural and speech, and speech to text.
0: We have all felt those emotions in these last few days.
1: She has not felt any emotions. So what I say to yeah, you now... I don't think as she's your ever even orgasmed. And as a
0: grandmother, I say <laughs> Five heart,
1: minutes? As a grandmother. First,
0: I want to pay tribute to Diana myself. Do she was you? an exceptional and gifted human being. In good times and bad, she never lost her capacity to smile and laugh, nor to inspire others with her warmth and kindness. <laughs> She looks angry having to say this. Yeah, I, still,
2: I feel like others. this is too much accessories for, for a funeral speech. I, feel like you t- I think you go down to one layer of pearls. <laughs> Take the brooch off. <laughs> yeah, and I don't like the
0: slow, creeping. Terms with They're like loss going
1: in tighter on her face as she talks. Suffered. Oh, they are, huh?
0: No one who knew Diana will ever forget her. Millions of others who never met her, but felt they knew her. All right, bitch. Her.
2: I want to. I want to see the first take of this, where she's like,
0: "I for one believe." Diana was lessons uh, to be drawn liked her by life. most, some, some. So I've
1: heard. <laughs> All I right. Share in your determination. Fade it out. So, uh, yeah, that was the queen finally giving her statement. Definitely not the words of
2: someone who didn't want to kill somebody.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. She didn't sell me on the fact that she felt terrible about it. No. 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 And uh, after her death, the royal palace. At least Bush worked up some crocodile tears after he did 9/11. <laughs> Queen. Right exactly. There. He looked shocked when he was reading that book, and they came in and told him that. Now that was an acting performance. I always right thought
2: there. it was funny on the Fahrenheit uh, uh, 9/11 DVD. That was the menu the play, playing in the background. I like the menu on the DVD. It Was just him reading that book. <laughs> him sitting there
1: after he heard the news. <laughs> uh. So after her death, the uh, the royal palace proposed restoring her royal title, and her brother said no. He said in real life she didn't need a royal title to generate her particular brand of magic, and she didn't need it in death either. Fuck you, Coons. It's British for cunts.
2: Okay, I was like, what did Dean Koontz have to do with all this? <laughs> the novelist that my my mom reads? Yeah. Oh, well, I I misread this initially, thinking that uh, uh the other the other Prince uh, denied it, but her brother denied it. So that makes it kind of a gangster move. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. I like that better. Kind of like how I've always wanted to be invited to speak at my high school, uh, so I could tell them
1: to go fuck themselves. I was asked to do comedy at my high school reunion.
2: But... Oh yeah, you told me about yeah.
1: this. I ended up canceling though. That's a good move. Yeah. Anyway, it's one of these where the it's like very high risk, very low
2: reward. Yeah. You
1: know, it sounds good on paper, but yeah. yeah. So let's get into the conspiracy around her death. Uh, the prevailing theory among conspiracy types is that MI6 perpetrated the murder and that it was ordered by the royal family. Speaking of secret shit and the number six and uh, my
2: shitty brain, did you know that SEAL Team 6 was just named that so other countries would think there were five other SEAL teams running around? <laughs> I did not. Is that fucking awesome? That's fantastic. Oh, so it's like the Traveling Woolbury's method <laughs> yeah, of uh, volume 3 <laughs> International Subterfuge. <laughs> it's not even what subterfuge means, but we'll move on. Uh, yeah, I did not. That's great. I did
1: not know that. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> uh, so Dodi Al-Fayed's father, who is the owner of Harrods. Mohammed, what is what is Harrods? That's a huge casino, I believe, or is it a department is store? Is it like the English Harrods? I think it's a department store. I you think it's th- a department I th- store. I think I saw
2: those when I was in Ireland. Harrods is. Harrods? A. Oh, it seems like a J.C. Yeah, a
1: department store kind of thing. J.C. Penney's of England. Yeah, I was thinking of Harrods for the or Or a, a J.C. Pence's.
2: <laughs> ah, right? I didn't get it. Because was... isn't that what their money is? Their bullshit fucking...
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't.
2: That <laughs> wasn't a Mike Pence. Well, you, Mike Pence has nothing to do with this, or does yeah, he?
1: Or everything to do with I it? I think Ted Cruz killed Princess Diana personally, <laughs> but you know, let's not get into it. So, uh, my uh, Mohammed Al Fayed believes that this was a hit orchestrated by MI6 with the help of French officials and ordered by Prince Philip. He believes Diana was targeted due to her relationship with his son. And uh, according to his theory, the royal family couldn't bear the idea that Diana would marry an Egyptian Muslim and that he would be a stepfather to Prince William and Prince Harry. And there were also a murderer before my boy is cocked (laughs) by a brown person. There were also rumors that Dodie was to propose that evening and he had stopped at a famous jewelry store in Paris to pick up a ring he had ordered for Diana. And this is uh, this part is really crazy to me. Mohamed also claims that Diana told him she was pregnant with Dodi's child. There's no way to tell if she was pregnant because she was embalmed before the autopsy, which for one thing is illegal in France. Just like the Oklahoma
2: City episode when we learned that that guy was just embalmed,
1: yeah, for, you know, for no reason. Yeah, that's always suspicious because it's yeah. uh, especially with it being Ill- illegal in France. If like, because if, if a famous
2: person dies, just don't t- like put them on ice, you know? Just like, yeah you're going to well basically also even if even this was all just a legitimate accident like you realize like as the corner by doing that you're going to be making your life a living hell for the rest cuz you're just going to get right. weirdos in guy fox masks tracking you down and sending you death threats you know with your like office magazine subscriptions yeah. do they have the magazines in the office of the corner like the dentist i hope so going to get like a highlight be and, funny. and a people and a golf digest from yeah. 4 years ago you
1: want to read uh, people magazine while we wait to roll out your Dead body, you have to identify, ma'am.
2: At my psychiatrist office, it's it's all like popular science, you know. And wow, like, give it, give us something fun, you know, to read. Yeah, you know, put it... a
1: hustler out there. Yeah, shake right.
2: things up. Uh, I think they probably got some people that are too crazy to handle hustler. Yeah, that could be. I think there's like some jerk off on the bus, like crazy people. Oh, really?
1: Eh, probably. I don't even have a psychiatrist. I just, I just wing it.
2: Yeah, I don't. With, 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 uh, <laughs> it's not. It's not like a. a First of all, I don't want you to think I'm one of those lame people that tries to talk through their emotions. This man gives me <laughs> drugs and drugs alone. Okay. Okay.
1: Oh, okay. Good, yeah, good, and then good, psychologist
2: good. is like, you know, like, well, how did you feel? And psychiatrist is like, yeah, you could try this one. No, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking last night. I was like, who would ever jerk off on a bus? For some reason, I just had that thought. Like, and then I remember that I myself have jerked off on a bus. You have on a Greyhound, yeah.
1: Oh, on a Greyhound, yeah. I could say it was a the long trip. Greyhound, and I went to the bathroom because I couldn't sleep. Oh sure, yeah. Well, yeah, you were in the bathroom. That's your right. Yeah, you're allowed to jerk off in a greyhound bath. I assume everyone in a greyhound bathroom is jerking off. Yeah, well, it's still just weird
2: to be like, oh, what? How could you even do that? What under what circumstances? I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Literally, I have done that in, in the it, last. Two was it years. night? It was night. I'm assuming. Oh yeah, you can't. You can't do that while God's
1: awake. <laughs> You don't want him to see what's going on there. (laughs) That's a good point. Back to Diana. Back to Diana. So, yeah, they do this. uh, They embalm her before the autopsy, and because of that, they can't take any blood tests, so they can't tell if she was actually pregnant. And the coroner's excuse for this is that he didn't want the body to be decomposing when Prince Charles and and Diana's sisters arrived to collect the body. That seems like such bullshit. You can just refrigerate it. Yeah. Like there, I, I looked into this. There are some places that won't even let you bury an embalmed body because of the impact the chemicals have on the environment.
2: I, is, I don't necessarily know where the theory that she was pregnant is coming from. Is did they just find like a jar of pickles and a you know pint of ice cream in the back of the car? Uh, it's the
1: Mohammed Al Fayed oh, okay. claims that his daughter had or, or that she had already told Dodi Al Fayed that she was pregnant and that that's why they were about to get married.
2: You know what's really fucked up is I'm sure there are people that have done analysis on the size of this dead lady's boobs where they're like, well, if you see here, looking a little <laughs> bigger than they were in spring of that year. So, I
1: mean, you tell me. Let's dig them back up. <laughs> Need to see them again. Uh, the uh, French officials did not handle the investigation well. A fact that has always added fuel to the the conspiracy flames. And this is... You see this every fucking time yeah. in any suspicious death. Are you just nervous because
2: you just deal with like the deaths of, um, and you're very litigious and, you know, by the book, and then all of a sudden it's a few like, oh, fuck, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. fucking embalmer, embalmer. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like it'd be the opposite. Like, all right, let's slow down here. Like,
1: yeah, I, I feel like that embalming thing isn't a decision that coroner would have made on his own. Yeah. I mean, that's just bizarre. Yeah, that's that's super bizarre. And because uh, then, well, and I, you're not doing an open casket
2: in this day and age, really. I mean, right. You know, especially not for someone that high profile, it'd be weird. Yeah, so it's like that. It serves, I feel like, almost no purpose.
1: Right. And uh, this, yeah, there, it was a sloppy investigation. Which the one that always comes to mind for me is Kurt Cobain. Yeah. That that I think is the definition of a sloppy death investigation. That because it was so sloppy, it's going to be a conspiracy forever yeah and this one's pretty weird too uh some of the the mistakes they made or maybe a sliver investigation <laughs> ah i get that one hey that's not mike pence related the uh <laughs> neither was the other one <laughs> just, you don't know no, how we the global currency me. exchange works it'll, it'll come up on the bush podcast trust me okay the uh some of the mistakes they made the crime scene was not immediately sealed off which Why? Yeah. Uh, Police allowed photographers and spectators to enter the site, which, what the fuck? You're not supposed to do that until 20 years later
2: when you need the tourist
1: revenue. Yeah. Go stand on
2: the big red X and get yourself a fucking, you know, frozen lemonade at Dealey Plaza.
1: Go stand on the red X in this traffic tunnel in
2: London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or Or
1: Paris, sorry. Um uh, also, workers began to hose down the tunnel before the investigation was complete. Do you think, of that, course, do you think
2: that in there, you know, deep down they're like, you know, what this is for Waterloo? Fuckface, <laughs> don't even know who fought in Waterloo. I'm assuming <laughs> the English were involved.
1: Yeah, Napoleon, the English, yeah. all those, people. all those
2: all those characters,
1: all those fucking Europeans. Yeah, I
2: think those. Uh, I think the dragons and Jon Snow were there. Huh?
1: <laughs> also, all ten cameras in the tunnel were inoperative at the time of the crash, including the speed camera that should have caught the Mercedes, if it was indeed traveling at a high rate of speed. And that right there makes me super suspicious. Ten cameras. Like, how is every camera not working Yeah, at that moment? Like, people, when people sh- shoot down conspiracy theories, they're like, oh, well, so many things would have to happen at the same time. In this case, so many things did happen at the same time. Yeah, And, I mean, it's still, like, you're never going to convince people that this happened but it like there's there's just so many weird circumstances around it.
2: It's it's one of the it's like if there's one or two of these things, but there's like five or six. Right. You know. Also that rental car, they uh they had to they basically replaced it. It was different than the car that they're driving all day and then this particular car had been stolen. At one point in time, before before it was used by this, you know, like bodyguard service oh. like transportational service that they're employing,
1: right? Uh, so the Henri guy, I think. So yeah, it's just like the car is, we- everything's weird. Yeah, and uh, former MI6 agent Richard Tomlinson told Mohammed Fayed that MI6 had perfected vehicular assassination techniques using a laser to blind the driver, causing a crash. A similar plot had been planned by MI6 for assassinating Slobodan Milosevic. It is bu- it is his belief... Yeah, you
2: know, if The best pronunciation of that guy's name is the, there's an MF Doom song where he says it, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just a lot of fun. <laughs> Slobodan Milosevic, and it's just weird, like, you know, sounds like he'd slept outside, hobo uh, genius rap. <laughs>
1: uh, it's his belief that the motorcycle was not taking a picture, but was an MI6 operative. Weirdly enough, Tomlinson was dismissed from MI6 in 1995 and jailed for six months in 1997 for violating the Official Secrets Act of 1989 after he gave a, a synopsis of his proposed book, The Big Breach, detailing his career to an Australian publisher.
2: It's weird that you assassinate uh, ex royalty the same way you entertain a cat. You just get a laser pointer. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't... I don't feel like that doesn't need... I don't feel like that's that super advanced technology. They have, like, really, like, consumer-grade, like, very powerful lasers that you could blind the shit out of.
1: Yeah, there, I mean, there was probably just someone fucking with one in the office one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's trying to enter their goddamn data. And he's like, all right,
2: let's go ahead and put that in R&D for $200,000, and we'll just <laughs> split that up. Good work.
1: Uh, Tomlinson also claimed that he saw Henri Paul's file and that he was an intelligence source. MI6 had been using him to get information on guests staying at the Ritz, as it was a hotel known for celebrity and diplomatic guests. Uh, Oh, also during uh, the official accident inquest, Sir Richard Dearlove, the former head of MI6, confirmed that a proposal to assassinate a senior Balkan politician by forcing a car crash in a tunnel was briefly considered in the early 90s, but said it was rejected, which basically confirmed... Tomlinson's story that, that there they, was a plot to do this to Slobodan Milošević.
2: Yeah, they probably had like a little crew together where they re, you know rehearsed this maneuver, you know, the Fiat guy and the motorcycle guy would go out and yeah, on a dry lake bed and practice, ki- you know, fake killing, you know. Either they,
1: that or they just go out and kill real people. Yeah, maybe cuz I mean who cares? No one's gonna. Yeah, then it's just, just an accident,
2: disposable. Yeah. That's what's fucking scary about Britain is they don't really have like free speech like we do. Like
1: No. It's no. like
2: and that like uh, the official secrets act. How creepy does that sound? <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a, a, a was that legislation signed by your uh the the bishop of your local church <laughs> like that's a very uh dubious sounding uh, bill. <laughs>
1: Uh, one of the other things that's weird about this is Henri uh, allegedly was missing for at least three hours before the car ride and was found with a su- substantial amount of cash in his pocket. To theorists, this points to him meeting with an MI6 operative. He was also found to have $275,000 in his bank account, which is a huge amount for someone that makes $35,000 a year, which, holy shit, that's all you're paying your head of security? Thirty-five grand a year? Yeah, I mean that's if shitty. I'm, if I'm, I'd kill you in a traffic accident too. If I'm in
2: interviews talking about how I think the royal family wants to kill me, you know, yeah, <laughs> which either you know I actually believe it or I'm just stirring the the shit up. Like, get, go fifty grand, throw them a
1: little more coin, even adjusted for yeah.
2: inflation. Let's get in. Let's get into like a triple digit
1: salary here. <laughs> uh, so, but that part is is confusing to me because if that meeting happened and he really was paid money for this, I doubt he he. They told him that he was going to die in this. Like, you would think. Yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying. I think they told him that they had the Kurt Russell set up. Yeah. And then they swapped it out because that car got replaced. You know, they were right. a different one than they've been using all day. And then so he'd just, you know, clean up all the loose ends. That that fucking money goes to the comptroller of English bullshit. <laughs> and then, uh yeah, then they are fucking outscot-free and then there's yeah. just a couple dudes in LA talking about it 20 years later far after uh, anyone gives a shit
1: that's us we're gonna break this goddamn thing open
2: <laughs> that would be so funny if we we had like a Hannibal Burris type moment where <laughs> all of a sudden we, we, yeah I guess Nabisco's run by pedophiles So I don't <laughs> yeah. so I mean this is uh, kind of not really what I wanted to be known for but I suppose I'm a spokesman for that <laughs> good
1: enough uh so uh theorists deny that Henri Paul was drunk Muhammad Al-Fayed believes there is no way the other security staff would have let him drive if he was drinking. He believes the evidence that he was drunk was fabricated and that the samples must have been tainted as his drunken like his blood alcohol content was s- insanely Exoriumly high.
2: Because that's, uh, you know, it's assuming it's .08 over there. It could be different. I don't know. But that's .24. That's pretty fucked.
1: That's your th- fucking hammer. Were they
2: embalming him with Jaeger while they <laughs> oh. took care of Diana? <laughs>
1: Right. Yeah, he he uh so I I feel like that's not that's a pretty valid point. Yeah. That if he was that drunk someone would have noticed and not let him drive with these people.
2: And it's also just like and I feel like at that point you reek, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's fr- it's not like you're sweating. It's not like you're getting like boozy sweat, but I mean like you're just your breath, it doesn't I don't care how many yeah. fucking aluminum tins of <laughs> mints you're sucking down, you're going to smell like a lush.
1: Aluminium! <laughs> uh, also, the uh, in May of 2000, the alleged driver of the white Fiat, who they apparently tracked this guy down at some point, uh, his name was James Andenson, he was found dead in a remote part of France by suicide. He was found in a locked car, bullet wound in the temple, his head between the seats, the car, and his body was burned. Now, when I first read that, I thought, how did... Like, did he shoot himself? Then burn the body?
2: Yeah, did he like have some kind of Rube Goldberg machine <laughs> where you know the the sparks from the bullet exiting his brain were gonna light the gas and then cook like a, a piece of toast on the top and that would fall down a conveyor belt to the uh, Mi Mi Six office? Like, what is
1: it's a it's too many things, right? It's it's way too many things. I
2: think two things coincidence, three things conspiracy, and we got we're at like thing seven here.
1: Yeah, we're, there are a lot of things and. Yeah. It uh it gets weirder. During the uh well during the official inquest this guy had produced proof that he wasn't in Paris, but he also boarded a flight from Paris to Corsica the same day Princess Diana died. So wh- whether his evidence is actual actually uh real or fabricated. So they they said that he had proved dispute. to
2: them that he uh, he was not in Paris, but there's like there's records that he traveled. There's records of-, of
1: him flying out of Paris. <laughs> Uh, yes, but uh, he pinky
2: sweared, sir. So. <laughs> uh, also,
1: in 2003, her Princess Diana's bodyguard released an account that uh, Diana left him a note that she believed that she would die in an accident. She had been known to be incredibly paranoid of the royal family and
2: their overreach. If I was famous, I would do that, though. I'd just always like be suggesting sh- weird shit about my death so that after I died, people would, you know...
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
2: Oh, I would just imply that I was going to... Like, we're in an Andy Kaufman thing where everyone's like, yeah, oh, Connor didn't actually go through, you know, like, a, a holistic medicine. He's fucking alive in Cuba right now waiting to come back and yeah. he, reveal that he's been Trump the whole time. Like, I think that would be... Uh, but I don't, she doesn't seem like the kind of, uh, you know, cantankerous uh, goon that I am, so this seems pretty disturbing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, in in 2004, her friend Simone Simmons testified that Diana had been compiling... Is
2: that a character on a Disney Channel slash? Yeah, that's... Uh,
1: Simone that's, Simmons? I think that's uh, one of, like... Uh, remember Reverend Run from oh. Run DMC? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's one of his kids' names. Oh, really? I believe so. Is that like a, so?
2: a racist Stan Lee character from the <laughs> 60s that was progressive at the time? Like, yeah, the, the
1: female Black Panther. Uh, this friend... Uh, Claim that Diana had been, like we said earlier, compiling a list of people in the UK that would have profited from the sales of landmines and that she was called and threatened and, as a result, never released the document. Hmm.
2: She was going after some, like, uh some, like, WikiLeaks type shit. Yeah. You know? And also, I feel like, you know, because she's, like, the face of landmine opposition or whatever, so... If I got landmine info, I'm like, all right, look, let's send it to Diana. She's probably got like a little crew of people that she has organized this stuff to help her, like you know, do her publicity tours or raise awareness. So I think that's completely reasonable, and that's definitely that would be another thing where they'd be like, all right, MPs, let's make sure that you guys don't uh, use your subpoena power to investigate this shit. Let's just you know bury this bitch,
1: right? The um, so so yeah, this is uh like you said there's there's so many things here that make this seem uh shady. We'll run through just a few of the things that people say to refute this theory uh for one thing in two thousand and four there was an official British inquest that uh, uh, it began in two thousand four ended in two thousand and eight. As part of the inquest, blood tests of Henri were rerun, as well as DNA tests to prove it was his blood. (laughs) As well as crypt tests? (laughs) Exactly. These tests were videotaped. The results of the new test matched the first. The medical examiner also shared reports of Diana's uterus, that she was not, in fact, pregnant. Uh, Friends and family also testified that Diana was not ready to marry, so shortly after being divorced... Well, I mean, he was going to propose
2: to her. That's not... A, right. I mean, she might have not been ready for marriage, but, you know, Doty might not have known that.
1: Right. And, you know, the, the thing about pretty much everything that's in here to, to refute these is, if I already believe the conspiracy, I'm not going to believe your explanation. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't expect anyone to come out and say, you know what? You got us. We murdered her. As exciting <laughs> as that thing. would be. That's the thing, yeah.
2: You, you can't... like. No matter, I mean, I almost feel like if I was, like, you know, a member of this inquest, like, so this is almost something I would do, is try to cover this up, because I'd be like, well, what is going to be more, like, damaging, you know, like, hiding this, uh, and having people suspect that something happened or not knowing, or, like, having six million people in the seventh largest economy in the world think that their, like, queen had, his son's or son's yeah. ex-wife killed. You, yeah, know? Like you have to cover that shit. That show. is
0: gonna
1: completely fuck up. And that's gonna be a big deal. There know? will be Anarchy in the UK. It's a sex Pistols song. We'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, let's let's just sign up.
2: Um Hey, don't st- I got the spunk version. Don't don't try to school me on the pistols, bro. <laughs>
1: so yeah, there there's you know, people refute this. There's with it being the 20th anniversary, like I said, there's a documentary coming out. One of it is mostly built around the tapes that Uh, were the source material for her biography. Mm -hmm. And one of the things in the tapes is apparently Diana stating her belief that a former bodyguard that she was accused of having an affair with, a man named Paul Manichey, was bumped off in a staged motorcycle accident orchestrated by the British government. At least mix it
2: up if you're doing state-sponsored killings. Yeah. Yeah, go go with, like, a Ferris wheel derailment or You know, do something fun.
1: Yeah, but the thing, at least with traffic stuff, at least it, I feel like that's probably the hardest to even get to the point where people even suspect it's murder. Yeah. Because it with also, a It suicide, seems hard to pull,
2: pull up, but it's probably easier than you'd think. Yeah. Especially when you can, you know— shut off all the cameras in the tunnel and shit like that, right you know right.
1: yeah so it's i don't know this is one that i've always kind of believed i mean I, I don't know if all the details are true but it does sort of feel like something weird happened with her death
2: yeah and i almost feel like this is one of these things where like the queen was i don't think she even i don't think she'd like ordered this or i don't think she would do that you know because i think that not because of any moral issue, I think just people that high up know that they need to quarantine themselves from information, like right. similar to like you know Nixon. Be like, I don't want to know what went on, you know. But I feel like you know somebody let something happen, and then I'm sure some people knew or have realized what was going on, and were like, this is just going to be too bad for you know.
1: Yeah, because at that point, I national mean, esteem. you know, she wasn't a part of the royal family anymore, so she yeah. was. Expendable. She's a free agent. Yeah, yeah. She was expendable. She was a problem. And, damn it, it seems like they killed her. Yeah.
2: I also like how people call her the people's princess, even though she was a part of, like, the wealthiest aristocracy, you know? like the yeah. highest, Like, the highest that he could marry without incest was probably right. her, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, she was, you like, know, was basically nice a royal family it, it was, wasn't herself. like this bitch
2: worked at Marshall's, you know, and then he found her one day <laughs> buying trousers,
1: but... So so yeah that's the that's the Princess Diana conspiracy. Uh watch the documentary at the end of the month. See if see if you're convinced. I'm uh, it's a TLC documentary which that could go either way.
2: Yeah, so you know it's going to be good. Yeah,
1: exactly.
2: And after that you could see be- you can see what it's like for midges to get things off of shelves.
1: Yeah, it would be a whole sidebar about her eating couch cushions <laughs> on the side. My strange addiction, <laughs> not being uh, subjugated
2: by my ex mother in law. So it's deadly. So, uh, should we wrap
1: this up? We I think.
2: Gotta, we, I think we should. I think. I think we got to the bottom of it. And then yeah. We cracked this thing. Wide I think open. we
1: figured it out. Yeah, we I've, we've solved it. Someone killed her. Yeah, for sure. British intelligence. Don't get in touch with us, please. That's an oxymoron. Am I right? Yeah. I that <laughs> right? <show. laughs> um, Do you have anything to plug before we get out of here? When does this drop? Uh, I think... What other one are we doing? Denver Airport? Uh, this will be up in two weeks, because I think I'll put Denver up first, so this is closer to the anniversary oh, okay. of dying.
2: That's a good move. Uh, we got a Mean Boys live show at Harvells in Long Beach, California, September 19th at 8.30 p.m. It's uh, going to be a big, stupid show. Uh, those have been a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, just check out the Mean Boys. Uh, we got, we're on iTunes. We have a Patreon page. We'll send you some some goodies and bullshit every month, or you can just uh, get some bonus content, an extra segment a week from uh, from
1: the boys. Do it. Sign up for that go see him uh, I've done one of those shows at Harvell's it's good times uh, and also uh, yeah subscribe to the rest of our podcasts on Patreon patreon.com slash unpops five dollars a month get all sorts of shit you can listen ba- it's to it's
2: basically like Netflix for your ears guys get on yeah, it yeah it.
1: it's exactly like that alright let's get the fuck out of here Connor say goodbye
2: I was murdered by the British government <laughs>
1: <laughs> goodbye everybody we love you